Get ready for a week-long celebration of music, community and fabulous fun with Joy Radiothon 2024. Joy has the largest collection of rainbow podcast content in the world and you can help keep us out loud and proud by donating during Joy Radiothon 2024. Just go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. Mark it in your calendars because Joy Radiothon returns June 1st to 7th and remember, we all flourish with joy. This is How Do You Do That with Emily Tresseter on Joy 94.9, the show answering the questions you didn't even know you had. This week, we're doing things a little differently. I was lucky enough to catch up with French photographer Roman Berger. I unfortunately do not speak French, and he only a little English. So, throughout this episode, you'll hear both Roman speaking French and his wonderful translator Jason speaking English. I thought it was really important to keep Roman's voice in the show, as it is his story after all. In saying that, he could also introduce himself much better than I can. Euh, alors, je m'appelle Romain Berger, j'ai 33 ans et je suis artiste photographe queer. J'habite dans l'ouest de la France, dans une ville qui s'appelle Rennes. My name is Roman Berger, I'm 33 years old, I am a queer photography artist. I live in the west of France in a town called Rennes, R-E-N-N-E-S. If you haven't seen Roman's photography before, I asked how he would describe his work. Ils ouvrent ton Instagram, ils voient les photos et qu'est-ce qu'ils vont, comment ils vont décrire ton art après Pour le moment, les les retours que j'ai eu des gens qui ne connaissaient pas mon travail, ça a été sexy, sensuel, ça était beau gosse. Voilà, c'est surtout les retours que j'ai eu en premier et après, c'est avec le le recul où les gens ils comprennent qu'il y a une histoire derrière. Mais c'est ce que je cherche en plus. C'est créer de l'esthétisme d'abord pour que ça les intéresse et qu'ils restent bloqués sur la photo pour la beauté, le sexy, le sensuel. Et ensuite, ils découvrent euh, l'histoire. Excellent. For the moment, when someone looks at my work, the, the first thing they, they have a tendency to say is sexy, um, sensual, hot, um, hot guys. Um, and that's, that's kind of what I want. I want there to be kind of an aesthetic uh, grab at the start. But, Often people also note after a first kind of look and after they after they take a sort of a step back, they can see that there is something else that's being described in the photo other than the kind of um, surface level sexiness. And have you always wanted to be a photographer? Alors, je n'ai pas toujours voulu travailler dans la photographie. J'ai fait des études de cinéma et je voulais devenir réalisateur. Après mes études, je suis parti vivre à Paris où j'ai cherché du travail dans le cinéma. Um, I didn't always want to work in photography. I actually did um, cinema studies and I wanted to become a director. After my studies, I left to live in Paris where I was looking for work in cinema. Ça, ça a été assez difficile. Au début, j'ai eu beaucoup de refus. Un jour, j'ai décidé du coup d'acheter un appareil photo pour réaliser mes propres courts-métrages. Et c'est à partir de là qu'a commencé euh, ma passion pour la photographie. It was quite difficult at the start and I had a lot of rejection. One day, I bought a camera to create my own short films and eventually I started to get into photography. What do you think made you make that switch from, from moving cinema to still photography? Simplement parce que c'était beaucoup plus facile pour moi de réaliser 
des films avec la photographie, et c'est pour ça que mes photographies ressemblent très souvent à des images de films avec des moyens moins importants. I actually realized it was just so easy to film short films with a camera, and I started to have this idea of kind of still short films. I like the idea of taking a photo that felt almost like a short film just in the photo. Just a reminder that I'm chatting to French photographer Roman Berger about his work through the kind help of translator Jason. This next question, unfortunately, was muffled by technology, but I did manage to get Jason's English reply. I asked, how long has Roman been a photographer? I started photography in 2013 while I was living in Paris. In the beginning, it was more face portraits, mostly classical stuff. Then I be kind of became totally self-taught and I started to learn and discover my own style as a photographer. Outside of photography, do you still do the cinematography element? And if not, do you do anything else? Alors, j'ai pas réalisé de, de film depuis uh, 2015, lorsque j'ai quitté Paris, mais ça fait partie de mes projets futurs de recommencer le tournage. I haven't done any short films since 2015, actually, but it is something that still holds a bit of interest for me, perhaps in the future. Now let's talk about your photography because it is fantastic and it's the reason we're chatting. So I just want to talk a little bit about the subject matter. What what is the subject matter of your photography? Tout début de ma carrière, j'avais pas pensé à faire des créations queer. Je voulais vraiment proposer un travail qui parlait à tout le monde, mais rapidement j'ai découvert qu'il était important de parler de sujets sensibles et aussi donner une visibilité à notre communauté. Well, at the start of my career, I didn't really think about doing queer creations, but I, I really wanted to offer work that spoke to, to, to everyone. Um, but quickly I discovered that it was quite important to speak about sensitive subjects and to, I, I decided to give more visibility to our community and I realized the importance in that little by little. Has your work always been well received? En France, mon travail est plutôt mal accepté. J'ai eu quelques publications dans des magazines, mais l'avantage de mes interviews jusqu'à maintenant ont lieu à l'étranger. Et c'est pareil avec les expositions. Aucune galerie en France n'accepte de m'exposer pour le moment. Skin. Um, well, in France, my work is actually poorly accepted. I've had a few publications in magazines, but the majority of my interviews have been um, overseas. Same with my my exhibitions. No gallery in France has accepted to to share my work for the moment. Wow, that's wild. Why do you continue to do it if the place that you're doing it is so unaccepting in so many ways? Oh, uh, <laughs> it's a good question. C'est un projet que j'ai depuis un an, c'est de partir vivre à Berlin l'année prochaine pour justement nourrir mon travail parce que je suis plus accepté en Allemagne actuellement. It's a good question that you ask because it's become a bit of a project of mine to want to move, relocate myself uh, to go live in Berlin, where I feel like my work is a lot more um, accepted. Are we talking about the community generally? Because obviously in your photographs, there are, you're photographing people and those people are willing to be in the photos and they're French people, right? Oui, il y a, oui, il y a des gens qui sont ouverts, mais c'est des gens de la communauté queer. Et euh, ce sont des gens qui, qui partagent mes valeurs et c'est aussi pour ça. Et euh, en France, on juge mon travail très souvent de vulgaire et de trash. Et c'est un pays qui est peu ouvert sur la différence et dès qu'on sort des normes, c'est très mal vu. Et euh, du coup, mes modèles sont des personnes qui font partie euh, des marginalisés. 
Well, that's that, that's a good point. A lot of the people that I work with, they are comfortable to be there because they they are from the queer community. In France, we often judge my work as being quite vulgar and trashy. It's a country that's not quite as open-minded on certain differences. And as soon as we push the boundaries and step over the line, it's often can be seen as, as negative. But obviously, the people that are in my photos are often part of the queer community and quite happy to be there, very open-minded. It sounds like it must be difficult to create what he does in this sphere. I wondered how Roman came up with these ideas in the first place. Déjà, j'ai la chance de jamais avoir connu l'homophobie. Euh, j'ai euh, une famille qui est pro-gay, donc qui a toujours accepté mes valeurs, qui m'a toujours soutenu. Et euh, je sais qu'il y a des... Je, je l'ai vu autour de moi. Euh, je, je fréquente beaucoup la communauté queer, et du coup, j'ai vu qu'il y a énormément de gens qui n'ont pas eu cette chance. Et justement, je me dis, mon rôle, en ayant eu cette chance, c'est de pouvoir parler en leur nom, parce que des critiques, je peux en avoir, mais du coup, je peux plus facilement les assumer qu'eux-mêmes. He's been quite lucky to have not known a great amount of homophobia and that he's come from a very pro-gay family and he knows this isn't the case for everyone and he's kind of aware of that he has created a bit of a platform as a photographer so he feels a sense of um, desire to want to kind of speak in their name um, and kind of push the boundary and say and be a bit of a light of like, hey, I'm a, I think this is something that we should not be ashamed of, we should do it. We're here, a part of the community. He says he spends a lot of time in the community. On that same note, why is it so important for you to create what you're creating? Good question. <laughs> Alors, du coup, c'est pour moi c'est important parce que déjà euh, l'art queer en France, comme je disais tout à l'heure, il est peu représenté et peu développé. On le voit plus aux États-Unis ou même Berlin justement en Allemagne. Euh, en France, on a des artistes comme Pierre et Gilles, mais ce sont les seuls qui sont réellement connus en tant qu'artistes queer. On efface un peu cette partie de la population et je trouve que c'est vraiment dommage. It's important that queer art gets a bit more representation. It's underdeveloped, it's underappreciated, I find, especially in France and especially compared to the United States and Germany. We have artists like Pierre and Gilles, but they are kind of the only ones that are really known here in France. You know, we're underrepresenting a whole part of our population here in France, and I find it a real shame. So we know why what he does is important to him. But to reiterate, why is it important to the world? Because the culture gay for me is important. The culture gay is important and flamboyant, but in fact, it's also full of histories. Et personne ne doit oublier cette histoire. Surtout, personne ne doit être invisible. Il y a des histoires telles que Stonewall, et on parle pas assez de, de toute cette histoire queer qui est importante. Et je veux donner une image à ces personnes marginalisées et exclues. Gay culture is important, and it's flamboyant, and it's full of history. No one should forget this history, and no one should be invisible. I want to give an image to people that have been marginalized or that have excluded. Look at an example in a history we talk about Stonewall in the queer community and I want to be part of the movement that gives voice to some of the voices that we saw back in Stonewall. Can we bring that to today? What would Roman tell someone who was thinking about picking up a camera? Je lui dirais juste de le faire, de, de foncer et surtout de s'amuser. Le seul vrai conseil après que je pourrais donner, c'est de surtout pas suivre des règles établies. Euh, J'ai jamais fait d'école de photographie, je me suis démarqué en trouvant mon style, sans m'occuper de suivre les règles techniques imposées, mais surtout sans suivre euh, les styles artistiques à la mode. 
I would say to them, do it. Forge ahead, have fun. The only real advice that I could give to someone is to really not follow the established order and not just follow what is fashionable in the moment. Oh, okay. He, oh, sorry, I forgot to add that he, he never went to photography school. Um, and he differentiated his abilities by finding his own style without following, um, like technical rules that were imposed. I think there are so many rules with certain types of art. Photography, for sure, about sight lines and lighting. Yeah, there is only rules. <laughs> yeah, true. What do you think the best part about what you do is? For me, il n'y a pas de meilleure partie. En fait, beaucoup de choses me plaisent. Réfléchir la photo, trouver les éléments du décor, parce que je réalise les décors de chaque shooting. Ensuite, il y a l'arrivée des modèles et le moment du shooting. Pour moi, c'est que des moments que j'adore. D'autant plus que tout devient plus intéressant au moment où je découvre la photo et là j'en suis fier donc au final tous les moments sont bons et tous les moments sont surtout du partage alors pour moi le dynamisme de ce travail que ce travail me procure est juste amazing so there's no best part thinking of the photo um, finding the elements that are needed for the decoration creating the decoration and then uh, when the models arrive in the photo shoots um, each each shoot has moments that I that I love all the more when after I can I can see the photo and I'm proud of my of my photo um, all these moments are good and all these moments are characterized by uh, sharing the dynamism that I that I that this work brings is just amazing. So there isn't necessarily a best part, but is there a worst part? Oui, alors le le les pires moments pour moi c'est inévitablement la la communication, les envois de mails et les réseaux sociaux pour faire la pub. C'est énergivore et cela prend beaucoup de temps. C'est pas du tout quelque chose que j'aime faire, mais il faut le faire parce que les réseaux sociaux représentent 90% de mes ventes et sans eux, sans eux, j'existe pas et je dois passer environ 7 à 8 heures par jour sur la communication. Ah, uh, well, thinking about it, the worst is inevitably communication, um, sending mails um, and on being on social media to do advertising. It is an energy burner and it takes a lot of time. Um, it's not something at all that I like to do, but it has to be done. Social media represents 90% of art sales that I make. Um, so without that, I don't exist. Um, I have to spend about eight hours per day uh, on communication. Whoa, that's so many hours. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, it's too much. <laughs> yeah. Has there been a specific moment that you can think of since you've started photography and creating these pieces that really validate what you do? No, il n'y a, a pas vraiment de moment précis, mais en fait, j'ai plusieurs moments. Il y a les gens qui m'ont souvent dit euh, que jamais je ne travaillerai dans la photographie, que je passerai ma vie à faire un métier que j'aime pas pour vivre. Et ensuite, il y a eu les, les magazines qui voulaient m'interviewer et me consacrer plusieurs pages. Et ce sont ces réussites, après les critiques qui m'ont conforté, surtout dans l'idée que j'avais sûrement un talent et que peut-être j'arriverais à sortir du lot. Donc euh, les critiques me boostent beaucoup et m'encouragent à prouver ce dont je suis capable sans avoir un moment précis, mais tous ces moments précis. So there wasn't 
truly a precise moment, but again, many moments. Um, there were people who said to me that I would never make it as a photographer and that I would spend my life doing a job that I don't like to make ends meet. But then there were some, I've had magazines that have wanted to interview me or to dedicate uh, multiple pages. And it's these successes um, after the critiques that have comforted me in the idea that I do have a talent and that I can make it in this uh, in this field. Um, the critiques have actually boosted me and encouraged me to kind of prove what I'm capable of. So not really a precise, uh, not really a precise moment. But these little validating moments that happen along the way, in combination with, I guess, not confronting, but saying, "Haha, I did it." Confrontational. Ah, moi, j'ai réussi. Mon fou de ces critiques, j'ai réussi quand même. Tu te sens comme ça? Oui. Yeah, tout à fait. Absolutely, yeah. C'est une fierté. It's a pride. Yeah, of course. Do you think that you'll be doing what you're doing now forever? Tu penses que tu vas faire ce que tu fais pour toujours? Alors, je suis quelqu'un qui vit au jour le jour. Alors, je sais pas du tout si je ferai ce métier toute ma vie. Mais à l'heure actuelle, j'espère continuer parce que c'est, pour le coup, toute ma vie. Um, I live day to day, but, uh, so I, so I don't know if I would do this job forever. But at this current moment, I kind of hope it's going to be for my whole life. What do you think is next for you? Do you think you'll need to move to, to keep moving upwards? Tu, tu devrais déménager pour continuer à monter l'échelle. Je vais déménager, ça c'est sûr. <laughs> I'm going to move, that is sure. Alors, Allemagne, j'arrive. Germany, I'm coming. Peut-être, oui, continuer quelques années dans la photo. Bah, j'espère, mais euh, il y a énormément de choses qui m'intéressent, euh, la mode, le cinéma, tout est possible. Yeah, perhaps uh, definitely continue in photography and explore worlds of fashion and cinema. I'd like to extend a huge thank you to Roman Berger for being on the show. And of course, Jason for helping us make it happen. It was really wonderful to hear about someone pursuing their aspirations despite setbacks and naysayers. If you'd like more information about Roman's photography, you can head to at romanb underscore photos on Instagram or to romanberger-photography.com. That's R-O-M-A-I-N-B-E-R-G-E-R-photography.com. As always, thank you for listening. It really means a lot. I would love for you to spread the word or head to Apple Podcasts and give the show a five-star rating. It really helps, and I'd love more and more people to hear the show. Thanks for listening to another episode of How Do You Do That with Emily Tresseter. If you think you or someone you know would make a great guest on the show, get in touch. Email howdoyoudothat at joy.org.au. This podcast was produced by Joy Media. You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024. Go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. And remember, we all flourish with joy. Joy.